the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. BC, Minneapolis, St. Paul. FM 107.5, K298CO, Minneapolis. Intelligent Radio. Pacific leaders, President Biden delivering his opening remarks at the Association of Southeast Asian Nations meeting in Cambodia, meeting of the so-called ASEAN group. ASEAN is the heart of my administration's Indo-Pacific strategy, and we continue to strengthen our commitment to work in lockstep with an empowered, unified ASEAN. Today, we take another critical step, beginning a new era in our cooperation. Monday, we'll find Mr. Biden in Indonesia. That's where he'll meet with Chinese President Xi Jinping on the sidelines of the G20 summit. The Democrats are edging closer to keeping control of the U.S. Senate. This with Democrat Mark Kelly's victory in Arizona. The Nevada governorship, meanwhile, has been flipped from blue to red. This is SRN News. Mike Gallagher sees Trump in 24. And because he's going to run. He's going to announce that he's going to run. I don't think there's any question in anybody's mind. And you know what I got after watching his speech last night? A sense of familiarity, a warm feeling of remembering what it was like when he was the commander-in-chief. And it was a lot better than it is right now. The Mike Gallagher Show, weekdays at 8 on AM 1280. The Patriot, Intelligent Radio. AM 1280, The Patriot. My name is Gabe. Glad to have you along today. And the Christmas Mortgage Miracle is back. And we're looking to pay your mortgage or rent for all next year. You can enter the win once a day between now and December 21st at am1280thepatriot.com. Your weather, today's scattered flurry is high of 31. More of the same tomorrow, increasing clouds and a high of 31. And then some snow comes Sunday night into Monday. The following program was pre-recorded. The views expressed on the following program do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. This is the Northern Alliance Radio Network, the longest-running conservative talk show in the Twin Cities. It's great to be back in Minnesota today. Political analysis of the good, the bad, and the outright crazy. <laughs> now, here's your headline act, Mitch Bird. Welcome back, Twin Cities and World. It's the wind beneath the right wing, the shining spot of red in the sea of dismal, dingy, depressing institutional blue. The Northern Alliance Radio Network, 651-289-4488 is the number to call. You can also join uh, join me on Twitter, Gab, Parlor, MeWe, or Getter at the hashtag NarnShow, N-A-R-N Show. I may start an account on Mastodon just to, just to troll the libs here. I don't normally care for trolling the libs. But what I hear about Mastodon it is it is a complete uh, dumpster fire. I think it's a polite way to put it. Anyway, uh, join us, by the way, 651-289-4488. Uh, up next, a little blast from the past here on the Northern Alliance Radio Network, a voice we haven't heard for quite some time. One-time, long-time colleague here at AM12A, The Patriot, and now gone off to work, made good working with that other long-time colleague, Ed Morrissey. It's my pleasure to welcome back to the show David Strom from HotAir.com. David, welcome back. Hey, Mitch, how are you? I, you know, the worst day on the air is always better than the best day off the air. I'm doing really well. I mean, there's always, to be purely cynical, and this is not how I really feel, but if I wanted to feel this way, I could. I could just say the Republican Party's misfortune is every talk show host gain because we've got two years of guaranteed material to talk about here. And I would rather have a much healthier America and Minnesota than we have today as a result of this past election. But, uh, yeah, I'm doing all right. How are you doing today is the big question, Dave. I'm doing really well. I'm enjoying my uh, time at Hot Air. It's been about six weeks uh, back working with uh, Ed Morrissey, uh, who I have discovered is not just a wonderful guy, but the – you know, potentially the best editor, uh, you know, on the planet. Oh, really? 
I, it must be purely well, in writing because, boy, I had to had to edit him on the air for decade for over a decade. But yeah, <laughs> well, uh, he's great because he has the lightest of light touches. Oh. Uh, he, uh, he he doesn't actually edit every piece and go through it. In fact, it's all ex post facto, right? Unless you ask for help. Uh, but you know what I discovered. I used to hate working with editors uh, yeah. because uh, all they do is want to, you know, it's it's like being in a committee. They want to make their their impact, and so they always make things worse. Yes. Uh, <laughs> uh, but a good editor makes you better. Yeah. Doesn't try to substitute for you. Their job is to make you better. And everything that Ed has ever said to me. Uh, has been one very gentle and two very helpful. No, that's uh, Ed. I would love to work with Ed again. Here, he's one of the best in the business, and I, I'm happy to say that. Yeah, we we I like to th- I like to say that Narn launched him, but I think we all probably know better <laughs> at any rate. Uh, <laughs> good get on your part there, David. So yeah, so I, I've, I've been following you ever since you joined Hot Air. Actually, this past I mean, actually, it's given me a big burst of reading Hot Air over the last couple of weeks because you have you have a style about you, Dave. And I thought also a little mutual back scratching. Never heard. I read your piece. Uh, just the other day, yesterday, I believe, um, and I thought, yeah, excellent way to look out for the home team. Talking about elephant in the room, your article elephant yesterday, in which, the room. <laughs> which I was dismayed to find wasn't actually my a reference to my band, but in fact a reference to Donald Trump. Okay, we'll we'll come back to that in a moment here. But give us your impressions. I mean, if you have to give a fifty thousand foot level summary of your impressions of of last Tuesday and 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 what it's all about, just drop that on us for stars, and then we can work our way into the details. Well, uh, uh, from the 50,000 or 100,000 foot level, it's pretty simple. The night sucked. By any uh, normal standard, you know, we should have had at the very least a decent night. Yeah. Uh, uh, Now, winning the Senate was always going to be a stretch, and we all got you know, very excited by the possibility of 53 seed. Uh, but we should have been able to, you know, hopefully have picked up one. And, you know, if we didn't, oh, well, that's too bad. But the house should have been a lock. Yeah. Uh, and we still don't know. And, uh, you know, the, the idea that somehow it's okay and not a disaster to lose to a literally brain-damaged guy. Yeah. Uh, uh, you know, I'm sorry. I mean, it just – it is not. And it's clear that uh, the, the, the Republicans should have done better. The Democrats think we should have done better. Yeah. Uh, and we, we got cream. Yeah, it was the worst performance by an out of power or an out of power party in a first term, midterm, uh, by according to what I've heard, since 1934. First time a, a party that didn't have the presidency has done this badly since the middle of the Great Depression. Here, where did that? Your opinion, Dave? Where did that come from? Why did the the red wave turn into a red uh, spritz? Well, I think there there are uh, a few variables. One of which is that that the Democrats through the the voting reforms that were made during COVID have just a dramatic built-in advantage. Uh, And by that, I'm not referring to cheating. I'm just saying that uh, when you've got, uh, you know, the ability to harvest votes from people who are not particularly inclined to vote, uh, people who would exchange a vote for a pack of cigarettes, uh, and you can collect those by the thousands or tens of thousands. You're starting off with just a tremendous advantage. Yeah. Uh, Hugh, Hugh Hewitt has, uh, uh, for two decades, been joking about having to win beyond the margin of, of cheating. Uh, and, uh, you know, but this is winning beyond the, the margin of harvesting. You yeah. have to do 
Yeah, it's. Yeah. I, I think that the Democrats have discovered how to do something that I used to joke about. Because I remember in polls six months before the election, you'll see, yeah, gen- the generic Republican or the generic Democrat is outperforming the opposition by three points. So, well, we just need to find some generic Republicans to run in this race. When you poll people, when you start getting people, uh, getting people putting their votes in months before the majority of the population is paying attention. Uh, then you basically are running your generic candidate. You're getting people to just up and vote for, I, I mean, at best, vote for the generic ticket. At worst, vote for the pack of cigarettes you give them, as, as you say. But yeah. let's, let's assume good motives. Basically, they have found a way to bottle the generic vote, and that's looking at it as the most principled way possible. And I hate to say, because it's a horrible thing for democracy— the idea that we're turning elections from arguing about issues and and debating about the things that matter in this country and moving it to just a matter of number production, uh, like you're like you're running an e-commerce website, that's a dreadful thing for democracy. And yet, it seems to be one that we Republicans are going to have to learn how to harness ourselves to, to compete. Yeah, I, I I saw someone refer to this in a way that that was perfect. We're we're not we're no longer talking about winning votes we're talking about harvesting ballots yeah uh uh, which is a fundamentally different thing democrats are literally farming voters uh you know they just sort of plant the seeds and they collect the harvest it has nothing uh to do with anything they have to offer i mean literally over the past two elections they have uh gone all in on brain damaged candidates who I am convinced now are the perfect candidate for them because, uh, you know, it's, it's a committee, right? I mean, it's basically the transnational elite has an agenda. Uh, Here are the, you know, the things that we we want to, to accomplish and the best people in the world to accomplish those are just brain dead morons who will do what you tell them. And uh, we're just going to see more and more of those from from the Democrats. I mean, uh, you know, we'll hear all about their policy acumen or whatever, but they'd much rather have a Fetterman than an AOC or Bernie uh, Sanders. Or I mean, for- Bernie Sanders is the only Democrat out there, at least I think it was the Harvard Harris poll, who had a net positive wow. uh, rating. All right. Everyone else was disliked. So why is it the Democrat establishment hates him so much? It's not that he's a socialist. It's that he actually has opinions. Yeah. And, and and let's be honest. I mean, Tim Waltz is the governor today because he became a useful mouthpiece for that same uh, group of elites channeling its money and its influence down through the progressive movement. I mean, that's why uh, that that's why he basically has wires connected from his from his tender bits to Peggy Flanagan to, to keep him in office. And that's why, by the way, yeah. I think that I'm fairly convinced that's why he ducked all of the debates that mattered when they could have still mattered, because while they're collecting those those early ballots and all those early votes and harvesting uh, Hennepin County like like a soybean field, uh, he was saying, I'm not going to say anything that's going to turn off anyone who hasn't submitted an early ballot yet. And by the time he actually yeah. agreed to debate, the generic vote had already been counted. And I think that's a that's a brilliant strategy if you're completely cynical and you hate democracy oh yeah well i mean they, it, it, that is one of the great ironies of of the last uh, two years is we keep on hearing you know all these wonderful things about democracy yeah and uh just as uh i i've been having a mild argument with a guy here on twitter who's talking about how uh, you know, about gerrymandering and blah, 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 and roll votes count too much. And it's like, well, I bet you haven't thought this through. Republicans actually got about 54% of the votes this year. Yeah. Uh, and which means that what? We should control 55% of the House and Senate? Yeah. Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> That's different, <laughs> you know? <laughs> By the way, I have a hunch a lot of those Democrats who two years ago were calling for the reform of the Senate to make it a majoritarian body, sort of echoing uh, the House of Representatives, are going to change their tunes here if things keep going this way. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, well, I mean, uh, Michael Barone used to to joke that all arguments about process are critical. 
because if you're on the winning end of it, the process is great. Yeah. And if you're on the losing end of it, the process is unfair. Uh, and now I'm not quite that cynical. I think there are, in fact, you know, legitimate process arguments. Uh, but uh, don't ever, ever, ever take what a politician says about process. Seriously. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, uh, you know, because all they want to do is win and that's their job. Well, let's talk uh, about let's talk about someone who is doing the job of winning, perhaps less well than we might hope he would when we come back. Uh, can we keep you one more segment, Dave? Sure. Absolutely. Talking with David Strom from HotAir.com. Join us at 651-289-4488 if you feel up to it. We'd love to have you join us. Northern Alliance, AM 1280, The Patriot. Go nowhere. We'll be right back. Sing in Paris, at the mall in Bloomington, or on horseback in Dallas. We're where you are. Listen to AM 1280, The Patriot, at odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey app. Has someone in your family lost a job recently and now you can't afford your mortgage payment? Or do you have a rental property and your tenants aren't paying you? Quick Cash Offer can come to the rescue and pay you cash for your home immediately. Yes, sell your home and get cash all over the phone without dealing with real estate agents and risking your safety by showing your home to lukewarm buyers. You don't need to lose your home to foreclosure. If you have any equity in your home, we will buy it and give you cash within days, all in a simple over-the-phone and virtual process. Call Quick Cash Offer now before the economy gets worse. Sell a home you can't afford or just don't want to get the cash you need today. 800-470-7113. 800-470-7113. 800-470-7113. 800-470-7113. That's 800-470-7113. At am1280thepatriot.com, you guide the conversation. Mike Gallagher, Midterm Projections. Here's what Newt said last night. The two most successful models, they use historic data. Both of them came in about the same number. They predict 44 to 46 seat gain by the Republicans in the House. Remember, when you get out of California, the Republican generic advantage is enormous. And in fact, in the swing states, even the Washington Post last week reported the Republicans are ahead something like 57 to 35 in the swing districts. What's your Senate prediction? Plus three to plus seven on the Senate, plus 20 to plus 50 in the House. And I hope he's right, because it's our only chance to get this country back. Visit am1280thepatriot.com. Click on Hosts and search for whatever's on your mind. You'll find a deep archive of intelligent commentary. The Patriot is proud to air the Pledge of Allegiance every weekday morning. If you're a veteran, current service member, or a first responder... We would like to honor your service by having you recite the pledge. If you're interested, please call us today and we'll book a time for you to visit our studios. The number is 651-289-4410. That's 651-289-4410. Then join us for the pledge each weekday morning at 730. The right of the people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. BearingArms.com covers Second Amendment issues, self-defense, the latest gear, and more. That's BearingArms.com. 651-289-4488, the number to call. It's the Northern Alliance Radio Network. Hey, don't forget, NBC former sideline reporter Michelle Tafoy is the host of Sideline Sanity. Hard-hitting podcast that focuses on pop culture, politics, and world news from Michelle Tafoya's unique perspective. Sort of like the Narn, only on a podcast and with Michelle Tafoya. Anyway, uh, go to SalemPodcastNetwork.com or watch each episode on YouTube. Go do it. It's Michelle Tafoya. So, well, you're going to tune in the entire Salem family of broadcasts, podcasts, and other oddcasts. 651-289-4488 is the number to call to join us. Uh, with us, uh, another member of the Salem family after way too long, David Strom joins us from HotAir.com. 
we're all just one huge happy family at Salem, aren't we, David Straub? Uh, all grossly underpaid slaves for the masters. Oh, it's obscene how much I make doing this Saturday show these days, by the yeah. way. i got to catch you up on that one of these days. Uh, so let's talk about uh, about less happy families, the Republican Party. The elephant in the room, as you referred to, I'm not, not referring to my band, in fact, but, well, the Donald. It's been interesting. It's been interesting seeing some of the usual suspects uh, on the Trump crowd starting to starting to put the Kool-Aid away and break with the Donald here. And you've written about that extensively this past couple of days, David Stram. Let's talk about Trump's influence on the party and whether it's waxing or waning at this point. Well, obviously it, it, it's waning, uh, but I, I think that, uh, you know, there are some people out there who think that uh, the party establishment, the GOP establishment, uh, has seen an opening and they're piranhas getting around Trump. Yeah. Uh, and I've already seen a few people say, well, what about the 11th commandment? Why are you all jumping on Trump? Uh, and that is, of course, 180 degrees away from what happened. Yes. Uh, uh, you know, what happened was is that Trump, uh, as soon as things started looking uh, bad for his candidates and really good for Ron DeSantis, yeah. decided to start, you know, get get behind his 50 uh, caliber machine gun and start firing at his own troops. Yeah. Uh, uh, you know, if you want to lead a party, you don't start shooting your successful uh, colonels and generals. And that's what he's been doing. And that's why everybody is starting to turn their guns on him. I mean, he's the guy in the room who's acting like a terrorist. It's not everyone turned on him right away. Yeah, Uh, It's quite the opposite. I think everybody was going to be very, you know, there was going to be grumbling about Trump. But everybody was still very afraid of him. Until, you know, he started, you know, shooting and tossing grenades out there. Yeah. And well, you have yeah, Brian, I mean, he became, well, you have Brian Kemp yeah. winning the governor's race in, in, in Georgia, which, by the way, is a state that has a lot of similarities to Minnesota. For those of you who are saying yeah. that we can never, ever uh, prevail in, in Georgia or in Florida, DeSantis in Florida and the rest of the red wave in Florida, which let's not forget. Ten years ago was a swing state that went for Barack Obama, and now it is it is like yeah. is like North Dakota with palm trees down there. Practically, I mean, DeSantis won that that convincingly. Uh, so when the two people that that uh, Trump has been working overtime against have effectively repudiated him uh, at the polls and repudiated. Yeah, and basically overturned his own received wisdom, and that's got to sting the Donald. He does not like getting stung. I think we can say, we we can say that. Oh, all right. well, absolutely. In fact, what what he's revealed is uh, that uh, you know, I mean, he viewed all of that through the lens of what was good for him. I mean, the uh, you know, right now he's going on a tear. Uh, against Mitch McConnell. Yeah. And we all get frustrated with Mitch McConnell because he's a man of the Senate, and as a man of the Senate, uh, he's there to frustrate everybody. That's what senators do. Yeah. You know, that's in fact what the what the founders wanted the Senate to do. It's, practic- to big it's practically in the Constitution in as many words almost. Yeah. Yes. And so uh, it's very easy to take pot shots uh, at Mitch and uh, cocaine Mitch. Uh, And some of them are deserved. Some of them are not. Uh, But Trump is 100 percent wrong when he blames McConnell, uh, uh, the Blake Masters loss on McConnell. And that's not because I think Mitch shouldn't have put more money there. I mean, I didn't see all the data and everything else. Let's assume he should have. But the one thing we know is that Donald Trump spent the last year and a half fundraising. So uh, he he was telling everyone who's collecting money for that he was going to help Republicans out. And he spent almost none of that money. He's got $100 million sitting in the bank. Mitch McConnell doesn't. He spent the money to get Republicans elected. Donald Trump said he was going to do it and didn't. He picked candidates and didn't support them. And so, you know, did you see 
uh, any of that $120 million that Donald Trump has go in to back Masters or Oz? Or either of his endorsees here in Minnesota, for that matter, Jensen and Crockett, both of whom he endorsed? Not a dime, absolutely. Not a dime. Yeah, so, uh, you know, it's not an 11th commandment thing to point out the obvious, which is is that uh, Trump sold his donors a bill of goods. I'm going to go out there and help these guys. And, you know, if it turns out that helping these guys is to send out an email and a a truth or tweet or whatever the equivalent is without actually – you know, doing the work that needs to be done to get elected, then, you know, why did people give him that money? That, uh, that is a great question. By the way, let's, let's, uh, we got a phone call. Let's go to Chisago Lakes. Dan, sure. uh, you're on the Northern Alliance with David Strom. You're on the air, girl. Right ahead. Hey, good afternoon, guys. I I really respect your show, Mitch, and, and what you do uh, nominally locally. Um, and thanks for the, taking the call. Um, Trump uh, endorsed 235 people, and 219 of them won, with some still outstanding. Um, I understand, you know, Trump, he, he doesn't bother a guy like me. I've been through a lot of stuff in my life. Um, but I, I'm not sure when Mitch McConnell is, is pulling tens of millions of dollars out of races in Arizona, Alaska, New Hampshire, um, I, I, I don't know where, where you know, Trump's donors come from. I don't even know if he has donors. In fact, I think the donor class in the Republican establishment is totally against him, which is why Fox News, New York Post, and everybody just went nuclear against him starting Wednesday morning. So, Well, I think that may have something to do. Go ahead, David Strom. Uh, well, I, I, you know, all that could be true, but it doesn't explain why Trump didn't spend the money that he had, that people like you and and millions of people around the country sent him. Uh, uh, and, you know, I mean, he said, I've got these candidates. We're going to save America. I've chosen them. They're good guys. And we need to get them over the top. And he didn't spend any money on them, and he's now pointing his finger at Mitch for not having spent enough money on them. Why shouldn't he have used the money that he collected for this purpose to achieve that goal? Uh, and, uh, you know, my, my problem with Trump is not that he's Trump, uh, and I haven't spent six years going after Donald Trump. Uh, I thought he was a good president. I voted for him in 2020. Uh, yeah, I wanted him to win. I do think he got cheated out of a, a, a lot of votes because of COVID. Yep. But with that said, he has not been helping Republicans, uh, which he said he would do. I mean, picking people but not helping them. Yeah. Uh, uh, that I don't understand why that's okay. And by the way, when people talk about, I've seen this uh, figure pop up before. I think I saw on social media uh, some count of Trump's uh, endorsements: 174 wins, nine losses. And I thought, well, I can think of five or six losses right now, including two in Minnesota. I don't know what the source of the 170 wins is. I have to have a hunch. Most of them are safe seats, or as in the case of uh, Minnesota, uh, he didn't he didn't endorse until there was a Trafalgar poll showing that uh, the Jensen had a shot, and suddenly we got a Trump endorsement. Which, by the way. Uh, Scott Jensen, of all people, crab walked away from like it was a live grenade as as artfully as he could there. I mean, you could tell that there were there were people out there in the hustings who were who were not really thrilled by the whole thing. So, uh, David, we got about a minute and change to go here right now. Sure. So what what do you think the party need uh, does about its Trump uh, issue at this point? I think the, the the answer is let Trump be Trump because he's going to be Trump and go out and do what we have to do to, to get support. I don't think we turn all our guns on Trump because, uh, you know, I mean, first of all, he deserves respect for what he did. Yep. Uh, and, and second of all, uh, you know, if this is going to hurt him, which it already has, then let you know don't get in front of a guy when he's self-destructed that's right uh you know i mean the dumbest thing he ever did was attack ron DeSantis. nobody dislikes ron DeSantis in the yep. republican party 
Yep, exactly. So, and my, my point is, yeah, Ron DeSantis uh, does everything that Trump can do positively in terms of policy. No doubt, you're absolutely right. I, I will duke this out with never Trumpers all day. Uh, that uh, he he very much overperformed in my point of view as a non-Trump fan uh, for thirty odd years now. He overperformed as president until he got to that 2020 election and the whole idea that that he he was going to continue relitigating that for the rest of his political career. I do not see. I mean, if Minnesotans would not vote for a governor based on COVID performance, Americans uh, are not going to vote for a candidate based on relitigating the 2020 election in 2024. David Strom, we need to do this again sometime. Uh, glad to have you on board. Sure. Best of luck with the new career at Hot Air, and give my regards to the whole crew. Thanks for joining us. All right. Excellent. Right. Thanks, Mitch. Absolutely. David Strom uh, at David Strom on Twitter, or just see him at hotair.com. He's out there profligately and it's a good thing uh when we come back let's talk about berg's 23rd law i think it's going to become berg's 23rd law here shortly northern alliance radio network am 1280 the patriot Wesley Financial Group is not a law firm. This story is called The Ugly Truth About Timeshare. If you think you've done your family a favor by buying a timeshare, you need my help. Hello, I'm Chuck McDowell, CEO and founder of Wesley Financial Group. Ten years ago, I started helping folks cancel their timeshare. And in the process, started what's now called the timeshare cancellation industry. Timeshare is the only thing that you can buy that you can't tell me how much it's going to cost or when it's going to end. When you buy a timeshare, you give them a blank check to fill out any amount they want for annual maintenance and assessment fees. The crazy thing is, this never ends. Even when you die, your family's now going to be stuck with this burden. Stop the insanity today. Call my office now. If we take you as a client, I guarantee we'll cancel your timeshare or you'll pay nothing. Call for your free information kit. 800-626-5252. That's 800-626-5252. 800-626-5252. What's your least favorite season? Now, if you're like me, it's cold and flu season. So get relief from it this year with Mucinex DM. With cough and chest congestion relief for 12 hours in just one dose. That's three times longer than four-hour products. Mucinex DM makes any season comeback season. Even cold and flu season. Get three times the relief in just one dose with Mucinex DM. It couldn't be simpler. Nothing lasts longer among over-the-counter cough and cold remedies. Mucinex DM provides 12 hours of relief for chest congestion and cough. Day or night. Uses directed. Cable news. Noisy, out of touch, on repeat. Tired of all the lookalikes? So are we. Salem News Channel is here to change the game. Streaming 24-7, free on your TV, with the greatest collection of conservative voices. Home to Dinesh D'Souza, Andrew Wilkow, Brandon Tatum, and more. Like you, we say what's wrong and what's right. Unfiltered and unapologetic. Salem News Channel. We're the answer to the mainstream media. Learn more at snc.tv. I'm driving a 2018 Elantra, red, my favorite color. Hi, I'm Rita from St. Paul. Well, when I first walked in, I felt welcomed. And I'd been at a couple other dealerships that uh, I gave an F to. And Justin was the first gentleman to wait on me when I took it in for my first service. And he's been the only person that I've dealt with since then. Can't say enough good things about him. On Christmas Day last year, I was on the freeway driving home. And all of a sudden, a red light came on and the right front tire was low and the next day I called and Justin answered he said let me take a look at it and go in the waiting room and and I'll get back to you they found that there was a huge nail in the tire and so he was able to get that all fixed up and replaced and sent me on my way home Invergrove Hyundai was very welcoming service was excellent Invergrove Hyundai's service technicians are ready for you no matter what kind of vehicle you drive open 7 a.m. to 6 p.m. weekdays call them today or schedule your appointment at InvergroveHyundai.com AM twelve eighty the Patriot, the Northern Alliance Radio Network, six five one two eight nine four four eight eight. Hey, don't forget SalemNewsChannel.com is a news channel that loves America and is not afraid to say so. You can watch your favorite hosts, all of the Salem family on the channel believes freedom of speech and religion are fundamental to what we do. Go to SalemNewsChannel.com. Just just do it. I live my life. 651-289-4488, the number to call. So let's talk about the election here in Minnesota. We, we saw 
the uh, Waltz administration doing its end zone happy dance, as as people who win elections are wont to do over the past few days here. And I thought something that was just the most perfect emblem of DFL rule in the state of Minnesota is something that uh, that Governor Klink tweeted with great pride, I believe it was yesterday. He had a picture, a photograph in one of the big state meeting rooms, I think one of the rooms where we may have done uh, speaking proudly in recent years, actually, a long conference table, uh, look, looking like something out of a, of a movie about a big corporation, but a very long conference table with probably about 20 people sitting around it and other people sitting along the walls, people who don't have rank, apparently. And uh, he was talking about, yep, looking, uh, meeting with my new cabinet. And it's, just, it's just amazing, by the way, how huge his cabinet is. A couple things amazing about his cabinet, frankly. One of them is that it is huge. I mean, it's it it extends off into the distance. Has a few people uh, on a Zoom monitor on the far end of the table, so that's not even all of them. And uh, they, they, it's it's bigger than the United States uh, federal cabinet because, frankly, the, uh, the the DFL is a far more efficient uh, transfer of taxpayer money to the political class, even than the federal government is at this point. Uh, dollar for dollar, pound for pound. I mean, the Minnesota DFL punch is way above its weight. But there's something else that's duly notable uh, about this uh, uh, about this photo on Twitter. I've retweeted it uh, on my Twitter account at Mitch P. Berg uh, at Twitter. You look at this photo, and with the exception of... Well, let me back this up here. Now, when you're a conservative, you believe that the benefits of freedom belong to everyone, that the things we actually need to argue about in the world of politics, freedom, liberty, uh, integrity, the rule of law, the due process of law, both for people and for government itself, including following enumerated powers and a process laid down in the Constitution to make big decisions— they benefit everyone, whether you're black or white, straight or gay, trans or cis, whatever it is. Freedom is good for everyone. Free markets are good for everyone. There's nothing in the history of the world that has brought more good to more people than the free market. We believe these are all good things. Uh, truths, in fact, that, we, that are self-evident in the words of our founding fathers, whose inspiration we try to channel to the modern world. This is what we believe. So it doesn't matter as long as we have a free society with a free market, the rule of law before which we are all equal before, before God and the law, no matter what, our race, our creed, our color, our gender, our religion, our faith, our, 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 our chosen gender for that matter. It doesn't matter. It's all the same for all of us. The DFL not only doesn't believe that, but they repudiate it at every turn. They believe as an act, a- active thing in, in how you run government that, that, that identity-based stakeholders are destiny. They are what, what the future is made of. And catering your government policy to different identities is the meat and potatoes of politics to them, and it shows in their politics. So with that background, let's point out that this photo of the Waltz cabinet with co-governor Flanagan sitting literally at his right hand, most likely controlling remote control, every single face at the table is at least as white as mine. Someone might say, oh, Lieutenant Governor Flanagan is Native American. Yeah, okay, fine, whatever. Uh, she she grew up in St. Louis Park. If she was, I mean, if you want to parse identity down to that level, that's uh, that's your problem. The fact is, I would sincerely doubt that her Native ancestry has ever held her back in any way, as evidenced by the fact that she is sitting literally at the right hand of the governor of the state of Minnesota, along with 20 other relentlessly, hopelessly white people. Literally, there is one person in the entire room who doesn't look like they just graduated from St. Olaf. 
and I know people of color do go to St. Olaf, but the cliche graduate of St. Olaf is white, Scandinavian, and suitably progressive. There is one Asian man in the room. He's a photographer for presumably one of the local newspapers. That's it. Every single member of the Waltz cabinet is a honky. Much more so, by the way, than the, uh, the, the, the concomitant uh, body of Republicans would be. I mean, we tried to warn the state of Minnesota. The flannel costumes up in the North Woods were pretty much a dead giveaway. There were many people that were fooled by this one Minnesota facade. But the Minnesota DFL is the party of upper middle class and upper class urban white uh, progressives. And the rest of you are just law along to shut up and go along and get along. Uh, 651-289-4488, the number to call. Let's go to St. Louis Park. Jacob, you're on the Northern Alliance Radio Network. <laughs> Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. You're, got, you're on the air. Go yeah. right ahead. Yep. Yeah, yes. Um, so I, I, I had a couple points, and that was uh, actually a lot of what I had to say. Like the um, the governor, Tim Walls, you know, he, him and his, his people and his associates or whatever, they, they did a great job. I thought in this election of I, I couldn't watch a YouTube video or put on a little thing for the kids or whatever without that one gal. And you've probably all seen it. You know, uh, when I was 13, I was raped. And Scott Jensen wants to oh yeah, basically end abortion. And I, I couldn't watch a single thing without having to mute the thing so that the kids didn't have, you know, yeah. I got nine and 10 year olds at home. Anyway, but what, what, I, what baffles me, and this is, I guess I had two points. This is the first one baffles me is that I never heard anybody in the Minnesota Republican Party or anybody really in the Republican Party at large in the country, you know, clarify, like, what what do pro-life people or anti-abortion people think? Like, what do we think and why do we think it? Why, you know, I remember when I was a kid, there used to be these ads on life. It's a beautiful choice or whatever. And there was some, like, actual hopeful, like, you could build around that, this idea that we're looking out for were for people starting at the very most vulnerable ages and that we can help kind of, you know, keep um, that. That's a great way to start a culture. You know, that that culture begins with the most innocent and then we look out for others as they get older and everything else. You never heard anything. And if the Republicans are going to make the pro-life thing part of their agenda, like you better darn well be able to defend it. And if you can't defend it, then you just look like you're cowards. And that you're hiding from it, you know, that one commercial with Scott Jensen awkwardly holding a baby, basically saying he's not, this isn't about abortion. Well, okay, that, I kind of know what he was doing there. There was a little bit of, I'm going to have my cake and eat it too kind of thing. It, you're, it, it, the, it the Republican worked. Party has gotten burned on social issues in the past. I mean, we're still stinging from 2012. We're still paying for 2012 when the GOP got beaten on gay marriage and lost the uh, voter ID amendment with it. Uh, the, the Republican Party conventional wisdom is try and deflect, or not deflect, try and keep the election focused on the meat and potatoes issues, the economy, uh, law and order, crime. Now, Jensen, I don't think, did a successful job of focusing that clearly because the electorate was focused to exclusion on abortion and, quote, democracy. What does that mean? We'll come back to that after the uh, next break. But let's go to, oh, we lost line two. Let's go to number three, Invergrove Heights. Dan, uh, welcome to the Northern Alliance Radio Network. Hey, Mitch. Um, I'm looking now at the uh, local news uh, where they're, talking about governor walls legalizing uh recreational marijuana yep and i think uh that's a catastrophic mistake i completely agree with uh, kevin i don't know how to say his last name sabbat s-a-b-e-t of smart approaches to marijuana that their their uh, website is learn about sam learn about sam.org uh i mean increase like he says increased sale and promotion of substance abuse it's a bad thing for communities of every color i mean if, a rhetorical question would be, why not make heroin, cocaine, and fentanyl legal if your goal is to remove the financial incentive from the illicit selling of marijuana? I mean, this is crazy. It may be crazy, but there's there's a point to it. Actually, one of the best things Donald Trump did when he was in office, one of the things that, that helped uh, spur the, the move towards the Republican Party among black males and Latinos is the reduction of sentences for relatively petty drug offenses at the federal level, at least. Uh, I, I don't 
I don't care about about marijuana personally. I've never smoked it in my life. I never will. Uh, is it more harmful than alcohol? That's a great question. I've never seen get anybody get into a fight when they were high on weed. And yeah, it has its deleterious effects. Is that any worse than 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 alcohol? I don't know. I mean, we could we could have an argument about that. But really, the issue is not so much do we have another control, another substance out there that people can use up recreationally. I mean, the Democrats are going to throw that out there because bread and circuses, quite frankly, yeah, got to throw a bone to the youth vote that supposedly turned out for them, or maybe not. At any rate, I, I think that there is a great opportunity being lost by uh, reforming the criminalization of distribution. I mean, there's an awful, ever since the the, uh, the zero tolerance policies of the 90s, there's an awful lot of black men who wrapped, uh, racked up an awful lot of jail time and have uh, had their rights denied them as a result uh, for felony level drug convictions for fairly small amounts of weed. Uh, that has been an anchor on the Republican Party in the fifth, uh, fourth and fifth congressional districts. That's just a political reality. Let's uh, go to Darren in Invergrove Heights. Welcome to the Northern Alliance Radio Network. Hi, Mitch. I just wanted to point out a few things. One, I'm a gay conservative, and I can tell you coming out as a gay conservative was a hell of a lot harder than coming out as a gay person. You're not the first person I've heard the, that from. <laughs> the, the liberal left especially the gay liberal left, are the most vicious, vile people I've ever met in my life. Yeah. And on top of that, this trans agenda, most of my gay friends think it's disgusting. It is something that should be in the home. Parents have a right to raise their children how they feel they should be raised. Yep. The school and government should not be having drag queen happy hour or, I'm sorry, drag queen reading in a library, having them dance and kids giving them money is, is beyond disgusting. And I can say one thing about Trump. Two things I want to say about him. The second is, anybody that knows me knows I've been a huge supporter of him, love him from day one, probably yep. before that. Yep. And prior to him running for election and then getting elected, I had 19 gay conservative friends on Facebook, and on my Facebook personal page is very political. Yep. After Trump ran for about a year after he was elected, I now had over 1,500. Wow. He, he has changed the face of gay life and saying it's okay to be gay and conservative, what even th- though the Democrats... I'm sorry, what? Oh, no. One thing I loved... We're up against a break here. Thank you, by the way, for your call. But the one thing I, I love to point to my Democrat friends is that Donald Trump supported gay marriage, uh, same-sex marriage, I should yep. say, 10 years before Hillary and Obama managed to get around to it. Thank you for your call. Do not be a stranger, Darren. Feel free to call in any time. Love to hear more from you. 651-289-448. Let's take a break. Last break of the show. Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM 1280, The Patriot. Huge day on the phones here. Uh, G-Money's getting his cardio in today over in these control room. Uh, We'll come back uh, in a moment. Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM 1280, The Patriot. AM 1280, The Patriot. Soaking up the sun in Fiji, walking through the sculpture garden in Minneapolis, or standing in awe at the Grand Canyon. We're where you are. Stream AM 1280 The Patriot at odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey app. Dr. Gorka here, and I want to talk to you for a minute about 100% drug-free Relief Factor. I've been taking Relief Factor for years now to help me deal with pain in my body. My wife takes it as well. The reason we tell everyone uh, we know about it is simple. We found it really works to help our bodies fight off the inflammation that causes aches and pains. Whether it's the pain of injuries you've sustained or just the natural pains from the mileage over the years, Relief Factor can help. I've never looked back. Almost 70% of the more than half a million people who have tried Relief Factor end up ordering more. That's because it works for them the way it works for me. Isn't it time for you to get out of pain? Your first step to becoming pain-free should be to order the three-week quick start for the discounted price of only nineteen ninety-five. Go to relieffactor.com or call 800-4-RELIEF to find out more about this offer. That's relieffactor.com or call 800-4-RELIEF. Feel the difference. Are you looking for a unique Christmas gift that will keep on giving? We've partnered with Twin Cities award-winning photographer Wayne Moran for a special half-price lesson offer. 
Wayne will teach you all you need to know to take better images. Better image. Regular price for this five lesson package is $500, now just $250. Only five of these special offers are available, so call the station now at 651-289-4413. 651-289-4413. Has your heater or air conditioner busted? Appliance broken? Computer crashed? Then you need an ARW home warranty. Home system and appliance repairs and replacements can cause stress and cost you thousands of dollars per year. With an A-plus BBB rating and a top-rated home warranty company on Consumer Affairs and Trust Pilot, ARW Home provides superior service, featuring the industry's lowest service call fee. ARW Home has warranty plans that cover your kitchen and laundry appliances heating and air conditioning systems, electrical and plumbing systems, and much more. Call 800-942-1451 to customize your plan. Plus, ARW has partnered with Azurian to protect your new and used tablets, laptops, TVs, and other home tech from accidental damage and wear and tear. All plans come with a 30-day money-back guarantee. Call 800-942-1451 for your free quote. That's 800-942-1451. With the vast majority of media today leaning hard left, it can be tricky to find news that actually shares, let alone defends, a conservative viewpoint. Hotair.com provides analysis and commentary from conservative writers like Ed Morrissey. Hotair.com. AM 12A, The Patriot, the Northern Alliance Radio Network. Hey, don't forget, Elephant in the Room, Friday night at Neeson's in Savage, one of our favorite clubs of many of our favorite clubs. That's right. Uh, so, yeah, by the way, yeah, we've got some great, uh, great gigs coming up at the uh, on the for Elephant in the Room, my band. Uh, not just uh, references to the former president is, in fact, the name of my band, and we hope you can join us next uh, Friday night from eight thirty till twelve thirty, I believe, at Neeson's and Savage. Uh, plus, the night before Thanksgiving, we're going to be at the Roseville American Legion, and some other gigs coming up as well. Here, stay tuned. I think we're going to be doing a Black Friday gig. I believe that's coming up uh, Black Friday at the uh, I think it's the Savage Legion. I'll have to find out more, but more of that going up at Elephant in the Room Band. Dot com six five one two eight nine four four eight eight. Now, again, I'm not sure if it's word for word uh, right now in the drafting of the ordinance, but there's got to be a new Berg's law coming up here. I, I, I've been saying it for years. This last week showed it. I mean, the, the law. I think I'm gonna have to word it something like Democrats, knowing the key demographics that, that vote for them, are driven by emotion and really don't know how to crink, uh, think critically. They can say pretty much anything they want to, given that the media's bovine kowtowing. They know no one will. Uh, we'll call them on it. There'll be no consequences for lying. We have case in point here from the Strib. Uh, the day after the election, headline, <clears throat> Democrats credit anxiety over abortion rights and democracy in winning control of state government. Yeah, I bet they do. <laughs> Except neither were in any danger whatsoever. They weren't. And, of course, there's no telling this to some of the bovine mob of DFLers on social media, as I've tried to do today. And the responses have been just duh-tastic. Uh, first of all, abortion was never in danger in Minnesota because it's in the state constitution and the governor, the lieutenant governor, the attorney general, the secretary of state, and the uh, state auditor have nothing to do with changing that. The legislature does. And yes, the Dobbs decision does mean you're going to have to convince legislators not to pass a a repeal of the constitutional protection of abortion in Minnesota, meaning you have to convince voters because the repeal goes to the voters in Minnesota. And so it's your job to convince the voters of Minnesota that whatever level of abortion you want to legalize is, in fact, palatable to them which isn't going to happen anytime soon. Certainly you're out of the woods for the next two years at least, probably more at this rate. But abortion was never in danger. And I say this to DFLs, they say, oh, look, it's what's happening in Florida. Well, Florida is not Minnesota, thank you very much. So, yeah, the governor could do so. He could appoint Supreme Court judges. Doesn't matter. Uh, You still have to amend the Constitution. The Minnesota Supreme Court is not going to throw out a constitutional amendment assuming it was written legally sustainably, which Roe versus Wade was not, according to that noted conservative, Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Oh, democracy being uh, in danger? Oh, we'll talk about that this coming week here. The 
this was pure projection. Uh, Put another word on it, pure gaslighting from the left. The threats to democracy are 100% on the left, fully acknowledging that Donald Trump and those who stormed the Capitol with the intent to, uh, to thwart the Electoral College two years ago were wrong. The Democrats, in every way, on every day, given day, are still the threats to democracy, in point of fact. Uh, we'll talk more about that. So the phones are out of control today, which I love, and, and more or less expected on a day like today, right after an election. Let's try and squeeze as many calls as we, uh, as we can today. Craig and Prior Lake, welcome to the Northern Alliance Radio Network. Hey, thanks, Mitch. Um, yeah, I think... Uh, Having seen Angie Craig win in my district, to my surprise, I'm sure part of it had to be the two college centers down in Northfield, the two schools. But more importantly, at the U of M, there's just the Minneapolis campus alone, there's 37,000 students there. And with all the technology and all the, you know, we vote, you can vote for three months or whatever we're doing. Um, you know, the days of thinking that those U of M voters aren't going to show up is long gone. And I, I'm really frustrated that the Republican Party doesn't make an all out effort to win more of those votes. I've got four numbers for you here. I, I hear what you're saying. And of course, that was the big meme in the media this past week. Gen Z put the vote over the top. I got four numbers for you. 12, 13, 13 and 12. Those are the percentage of the vote among 18 to 29 year olds in the last four midterm elections. That's unchanged. I hear what you're saying. And you see all these snotty little college kids uh, turning out and, and yipping and hollering as they go vote Democratic. It's kind of galling uh, people uh, like that explaining life to you. But the, the vote among the youth hasn't really changed, especially, believe it or not. Uh, we'll talk much more about that in coming weeks. Let's go uh, to Mark in St. Louis Park. you got about 30 seconds. Go right ahead. Mitch, a million things to say. It's only a 30-second um, Democratic Party, 54 full-time employees. They're already working on the next election. Yep. Republican Party in this state, three full-time employees. Yep. The money, about that. money talks. Oh, believe me, I think about it every election. Yeah, three, 54 to 3. The DFL runs on, on money. And as we pointed out earlier, I mean, you have groups like Planned Parenthood, Alliance for a Better Minnesota, other front groups for the DFL, essentially part of their money laundering machine, paying people 24 bucks an hour to canvas for votes at stores and door to door. This is stuff where the Republican Party has to has to turn out volunteers to do it for free on their own time in all weather, which, by the way, good friends of the show had said people weren't doing this year. It's time for the Republican Party to genuinely, truly get serious about uh, elections. And what does that mean? Well, we're going to be duking that out over over in, in coming days here about endorsements, about elections, about candidate selection, about getting right about what conservatism and being a Republican is. Well, that's what we're here for. Northern Alliance Radio Network, thank you all for tuning in. Jack Tomczak up next. God bless you all. God bless America. Is your furnace being a turkey? Gobble up these savings from standard heating and air conditioning. Save up to $1,500 on a new furnace and air conditioner combo. Ask about their 0% financing this holiday season. Did you know that standard heating also installs boilers? This month, save up to $1,000 on any boiler. That's two offers this month with savings of up to $1,500. Be sure to ask about installing a water heater with your purchase. Don't wait and be left out in the cold this winter. Be proactive and save some cold, hard cash. Call for your free estimate today. Standard Heating and Air Conditioning, a family-owned and operated business, is located right here in the Twin Cities. Visit standardheating.com to see their Black Friday specials. Standard Heating and Air Conditioning, providing the comfort you deserve since 1930. Call to schedule an appointment and mention the Patriot. That's Standard Heating for all your heating needs this winter. Standardheating.com. Real returns, what you actually get from your investments. That's return minus inflation and taxes. Tune in to this week's Money Matters with Alan Mike. They'll be discussing the implications of inflation and taxes on your bottom line. Alan Mike will share with you how to be prepared for retirement in an inflationary, higher tax environment. Make sure you listen to Money Matters with Alan Mike, noon Saturday on AM 1280 The Patriot. Or call them now at 855-231-6010. 
I appeal to you to fight. I fully recognize not everyone has a fighting nature, but everyone can help fighters. What's wrong is not to do either. If the troops have no supplies, the troops are worthless. This station is a fighter. So there's a very simple way for you to help this station, and that is just patronize their sponsors. Help us continue to keep the Twin Cities right by supporting the local businesses you hear on this station. Hi, I'm Al Abaroa, founder of Knight Strategic Wealth. Inflation is a problem, markets are volatile, and the risk of running out of money in retirement is real. That's why I love annuities, and you should too. Your financial advisor doesn't want you to know that with our annuity strategy, when the stock market goes up, you earn a market-linked return that locks in every year, and when the stock market goes down, your annuity won't lose a dime. There are no unnecessary fees, and it works for your investments, money at a brokerage firm, or even money at a bank. It's simple, it's safe, and you should only invest if you learn the facts. And that's why savvy investors work with us. Want to learn more? Text FREE to 833-898-0500, and we'll send our retirement readiness kit directly to your phone right now. If you want to use safe, low-fee annuities to build a retirement portfolio that will go up with the market and never lose money, get our retirement readiness kit today and see how this strategy can help secure your future. Text FREE to 833-898-0500. Text FREE to 833-898-0500. AM 1280, The Patriot is Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.